feature presentation. Welcome back to another Untitled TIFF review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Hey, Matt. Uh, day one, we just finished recording our review for Dear Evan Hansen. And what better way to follow that up with a review of Ashgar Farhadi's A Hero, a film that <laughs> Do you think I- Ashgar Farhadi have, would watch Dear Evan Hansen or will he? Well, I did make a comparison in the review of Dear Evan Hansen to this, where you have protagonists that, you know, either tell a lie or embellish on the truth in order to sort of, you know, help themselves in one way or another. And things kind of slowly but surely escalating to the point where, you know, it goes completely out of control for the character. You know, mm-hmm. and, and the, the the main difference here is one one's a better movie, uh, but two, sure, sure. Um, you know, one character is more sympathetic than the other, and doesn't look, you know, or isn't pretending to be a teenager who's actually you know a forty year old man. <laughs> um, but yes, we are talking about Ashkar Fahadi's a hero. Um, the Iranian director returns to his homeland uh, after having directed. Uh, the Parisian film uh, The Past and the Spanish movie Everybody Knows. Uh, It's a movie that when it premiered at Cannes this year was compared to Uncut Gems, which I have to take some sort of, you know, I have to take a stance on this one, Matt, because I do feel that there is some escalation with, you know, like frustration and sort of yeah. you know day-to-day life but it's not and things escalating like you've already mentioned and kind of no matter what you do things get kind of worse and worse yeah but it's not as obnoxious or kinetic compared to oh, no, not at all the safety brothers film where Farhadi is a guy that you know for better or worse pacing wise likes to slowly build the 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 set the stage for a character or characters living in kind of whether it be tumultuous relationships or trying to get out of a bad situation here you have a character rahim um who is a prisoner a con a convict who is on a two-day leave and when didn't he... know that was a thing but cool no it is it, it, i didn't know that so is that a thing in like just not in our cultures or what? No, 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 no. It, 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 so the movie, <laughs> the movie lockup with Sylvester Stallone, the opening scene of that, that yeah. film. Well, no, he's sent to like a maximum security prison where Donald Sutherland's warden tortures him. I've because seen he wants it, revenge. but don't but the beginning of the movie, he's thing. on like a, a, a two or three day leave for good behavior because he'll do you come think back. we're the only a hero review that will reference escape plan? <laughs> No, I said lockout. Oh, lockout. Sorry. Lockout. I didn't see lockout. I thought you were talking about escape plan. Yeah. No, well, lockout. Now we've now we mentioned both. So but a prophet is another movie that does that as well, where you see the Tahar Rahim character and a prophet leave his prison um for a few days because he's you know fair, been fair. paved and Sorry. things like that. I yeah, mean, I did not know. But it is it is a thing. weird thing to see, especially when you think of the prison system, you know a convict being completely and utterly isolated or in prison for the remainder of their sentence. And they get um, a vacation. Got yeah. <laughs> so he gets a two day leave and he basically, um, you know, reunites with uh, his son who has a speech impediment, uh, his girlfriend who um, he's kind of keeping 
uh, a low profile with because in Iranian culture, you know, relationships in terms of how the courting system works is, is a little bit different to North Americans. And, you know, you don't want to necessarily advertise that you're in uh, a non-wedded relationship. And it's, he was already married once too, right? Yes, yes. And that relationship did not go very well, um, as we learn. Um, but sort of the idea of the story or where it goes is that this character quote-unquote, finds a bag of gold coins that initially he wants to uh, pawn because the reason why he's in prison, and this also goes into, you know, the complications and and sort of fascination with a different culture. In, in Iranian culture, as we learn, um, if somebody owes someone else a debt and they don't pay it back, that person that is owed um, can basically put them on notice and they that person that owes the debt will be uh arrested and sent yeah to it's like a time. criminal charge and it's not just you know in uh what's the court that i'm talking about where you sue someone i'm, I'm a moron small sorry. claims it's, court or, or yeah or just or like, like there's uh, a different term for it you know there's a criminal justice and you know you can sue anyone kind of thing but if i don't pay you your money i'm not necessarily going to go to jail for it here but in yeah. this culture, you can go to jail if you don't pay back a debt to someone. So he initially thinks like, okay, well, I can use this bag of of, of coins to, you know, pay back at least part of that that debt that I owe. And then he, you know, um, decides not to and does the right thing ultimately by, you know, putting up flyers and trying to find the person who this bag of money or bag of coins belongs to there's some money in there as well and other belongings um and then that's where i think the story gets really interesting after somebody claims this bag and how you know this good deed from the point of view of the prison it makes the 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 warden and just the 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 system look better that they have this exemplary um convict who's who's being reformed uh you have this charity that wants to help sort of pay back the debt and how sort of this character is pulled back and forth between the two and then slowly but surely things get more complicated when the woman that claimed the money or the or, or the coins disappears and he needs to prove that you know she exists and that it's not a con on his behalf to get out of prison um his collector his debt collector who looks like mandy patankin <laughs> i think God, is amazing all, in some all scenes. i could think of watching it though there are moments where like everybody else is totally enamored by the protagonist and this debt collector is just like are you serious like this guy you know ripped me off and and brought shame to my family and you know you're treating him like you know, a saint now. Uh, and I just kind of like the frustrations of those kind of moments mm-hmm. that do have Where you're, you some think, humor. I'm, am I going crazy? I'm the only person. Who yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, somebody online actually, and, and I can't remember who it was, but they kind of posted that it's almost like a, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, and it was I, Jason, wasn't it? Jason, yeah. And, and uh, I kind of feel like yeah. that, it, like, especially even the way this, this lead character kind of smiles with, you know, a politeness, but at the same time, you can see behind the facade of a guy slowly breaking. Yeah, I, I think um, it's funny you brought up Dear Evan Hansen, because like even when I was watching the movie, I was like, wow, these movies are more not similar, but I understand what you were saying of like, you know, someone who gets over the, over their head in a lie, caught in a lie almost. And like one is, you know, way better intentions than the other. Um 
but yeah, I, I'm a little mixed on the movie. Um, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, for me, the snail's pace, which you brought up of like, you know, likes to take it slow and kind of, uh, it just didn't really work for me. And like, I think maybe being the first movie of TIFF and like, you know, I, I don't know what I, I had no expectations going in, obviously. Um, didn't know really much about the movie at all. Um, but I felt like I really liked the lead performance, which is something I tweeted to. Amir, by Amir J- uh, J- Jadidi. Jadidi. Yeah. Yeah. I He's really amazing. Loved, I think he, in, I thought he was film. great. And I really do genuinely like to start off with some positives, like really do genuinely think he is great in the movie. Um, I loved his facial expressions throughout the movie and how he could emote with his face. And it was subtle in the way that like he would have this perma smile at moments where he would deliver dialogue and he just have this kind of smirk on his face, which I thought was really lovely and just made like, again, adds to that thing that you were talking about where, you know, everyone was kind of on his side or wanted to buy his story or wanted to like be like, let's get him out of jail. He did this amazing good deed. And like he had this charm to him and he delivered all these lines it, it, with this kind of smirk or how he would look at his son or other people. And I really liked that. And even as the movie goes on and he becomes more and more frustrated like i just love the performance in his face and his his you know vocal his dialogue performance all that stuff too is is fantastic um but then i just felt kind of removed from you know the overall kind of plot of the movie and kind of i think mostly in its length like it's it's two hours and seven minutes um i felt like i just kind of got it pretty quickly and like and i never felt like it went much further than the initial kind of thing it was presenting to me right away so i just felt like it ran really really long and like you mentioned curb your enthusiasm and it was uh and you know jason mentioned it on twitter which i think is an apt comparison and i didn't think of that well even the way that he smiles sometimes when like larry david smiles like when he has those awkward moments of like oh man like i've i'm in over my head or i i've I was the reason why I got in this situation in the first place. Yeah. And, and, uh, but then in an episode of curb that usually goes on for, you know, 30 minutes or something. Right. And I can kind of buy into that one situational kind of topic or, or thing that it's kind of poking fun at or thing that escalates or, you know, awkwardness of it all that where it, when it spread out over two plus hours, I just started to lose interest. And even though I liked the lead performance, um, I, I liked the guy who looked like Mandy Patinkin. Um, like there is some stuff to like in there. I just ultimately like started to kind of tune it out after a while. And, and, and I thought it started strong and then just kind of pittered out to the point where I'm just like, I'm just really bored. And I know that's really lazy criticism, but like, um, I, that, I'm sorry. See, no, <laughs> I, I get what you're saying where I had the opposite reaction where I felt like, the setup was a little bit slow and he yeah. is a filmmaker that does take his time in order to introduce characters. Nothing wrong with that. It just didn't work for me. The culture itself. And, and, and I would really, I, I think, you know, as much as we appreciate anybody listening to us, I would probably prefer you go listen to an Iranian film critic and, and sort of get their yeah. opinion on this, because I think part of my fascination with this as well is just learning about the, the culture politics and, like, and the yeah. culture. Yeah, and, I totally and, agree with that. And society and, in general there, because, you know, it's, it's, it's very different from our way of life. And just thinking about like one of the things, you know, that this character is most concerned about is, you know, people seeing him and, and showing him respect and sort of, 
not being uh, disgraced as he's been uh, and not brought wanting- a lot of shame to him that, that he had to go to jail for this. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't want to go back to jail and you can jail and you can see that desperation. Uh, the, the, the more the, the, the film goes on where, you know, like he has dug this hole for himself deeper and deeper and he's had the best intentions and he, you know, wanted to course correct this whole thing sooner rather than later. But the further he goes along, it just gets worse to the point where, you know, at times there's, you know, he, he can be, um, physically and argumentatively um clashing with people and it's just like you 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 think in those moments it's like man what do you don't do this like you're you're so close like don't you know you're on the like you're almost you're almost out and and he wants it so bad he actually yeah. digs his grave deeper because he wants it so bad right and and that is the stuff that there is you know that i liked about the movie i just felt like you know by the time we got to that point which you're saying that last act kind of because i don't disagree with you that it kind of gets better as it goes along i just think by the time it got to that point i was already so far removed that i just couldn't couldn't get invested even though i liked him like i liked him but yeah he's he's also i mean again mentioning the uncut gems thing as much as i i think adam sandler's performance in uncut gems is great howard ratner is not a likable character where i find that this guy is way more you're cheering for him or you're not cheering for howard like yeah i don't necessarily get the uncut uncut gems um kind of comparison but um anyways keep going yeah i just i i just think it's an interesting sort of lived in sort of film where again like you can i lived I mean, in's we, a good term because i was gonna i was gonna use it i like the stuff that takes place like in the city in the marketplaces and him going around trying to find more information about this woman and yeah it like becomes that, like, kind of a detective procedural kind of story halfway through but i even like the stuff with his own family and just yeah looking at that family dynamic and that's something that ashkar farhadi does so well i mean his best film is still a separation and i think that that is almost going to be impossible to top but in terms of everything else that he's done since then i would say that this is easily his best movie um and again part of it is the lead i think part of it is some of that intrigue and sort of doing the investigation and trying to find this woman who just mysteriously vanishes halfway through without a trace and then i think also part of it is just kind of looking at this character when we're first introduced to him he's already spent three years in jail and Mm. you see from the point of view of this collector who doesn't trust a word that he says and and doesn't want to give him a second chance and doesn't want to lift you know this charge basically and thinking to yourself okay well basically he just needs to excuse him and they'll let him go because this collector is kind of the villain in in the movie even though he's not like he's not a bad person it's just that you know he he wants his money back he wants to collect a debt that's owed to him but the way that we see him because it's from the point of view of this other character he is almost the villain you know mm-hmm. and then as the story goes on we become more sympathetic towards him as well where you know you understand that like part of it is that he feels that his daughter's dowry you know 
was stolen from from his family uh, because of this guy wanting this this loan. Um, so and and again, I, I actually really like the, the the tug of war between you know the PR of the prison and the PR of the charity as well. And like the idea is like, okay, you have to be on your best behavior. No, uh, you know fights or, or, or always be on your, on your best behavior in front of the camera because the media takes an interest in him as well. And, and I think that that's fascinating to watch. And again, I think done in a more interesting way than, you know, dear Evan Hansen in terms of exposing somebody or, you know, having how social media plays a part in it. Yeah. And the backlash that eventually occurs. Um, So I think there is a lot to um, sort of weirdly compare. Yeah. But also, just respect in terms of what's going on uh, behind the scenes as, as Farhadi directs and critiques sort of Iranian politics and culture in general. And, and that's also a very dangerous thing to do for, for an Iranian filmmaker in, in opposing the government. Yeah. You're making good points. Um, but I also understand where you're coming from because it is very slow. The one thing I didn't like, I there were two cinematographers on the film. I did find the movie, and I and I hate using this word to describe it, but it it, it does have a very cheap digital look at times um, that didn't really work for me. Where like a separation had more texture and grain. Yeah, and I think I would have preferred that in something like this. Like I just felt the filmmaking very. St- standard when it came like you're making good points about you know the direction isn't necessarily always just you know how the movie the style of the movie and the look of it and things like that like he does direct it just in ways that i wasn't necessarily thinking about but yeah it just played out so simplistically and i don't think that there's some necessarily anything wrong with that but almost just too much so for me to the point you were where- just disappointed that uh, a hero by Chad Kruger and Josie Scott didn't play at the end. Some say that a hero can save us. I think I've sung that on this show or a different show before. Uh, yeah, ultimately, unfortunately, just didn't work for me. I don't think it is necessarily a bad movie per se, just one that didn't really click with me. Like, I don't really have, like, again, when my biggest criticism, it was just like, it was so slow I couldn't get into it, but I really liked the lead performance and there's some interesting stuff uh in there that eric's already brought up that like you know just not for me uh i'm gonna uh unfortunately give it a 2.5 it just didn't work for me cruel man uh you're just like the collector just wanting to punish (laughs) that poor guy uh i'm gonna give it a four i i really did uh dig it quite a bit it's not it's not a it's not his best movie but i think it is a very solid film um and maybe one that you, you sold me a little bit more. Yeah. You sold me a little bit more. Like it's fun having these conversations with you now that we're done with the, you know, professional review. Um, go listen to our dear Evan Hansen review. Um, <laughs> it is, I always like doing this too, because like, you know, you, it, it, this is day one. So I'm saying this now, who knows on day four, I won't want to see Eric ever again. Um, but I just like having, conversations and even different perspectives on things too because it either either makes me like a movie more or i see where you're coming from even though it didn't necessarily work for me um and then that's why i love doing this show and i like well that's what movies are too right you're seeing like we talked about this with memoria as well you're seeing a different style of filmmaking while watching this and it's just fascinating to see you know culturally cross-culturally speaking what is is similar and what is different and how 
editing and pacing specifically plays out differently in in films from around the world you know um there's a lot of slow paced movies in you know asia and the middle east and things like that where you know and i'm just a moron with a very small attention span (laughs) but at least you're giving it a chance you know you you watch the movie you 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 said there were things that you liked about it especially the, the lead performance and and that's as much as anybody can do. At least you were open to the experience to try something new. And, and you that's did. what film festivals are great. Thank you all for listening. Um, we really do appreciate it. We will be covering the entirety of the Toronto International Film Festival right here on Untitled Movie Reviews, on podcast services, as well as on our YouTube channel. Please go subscribe over there. Hit that notification bell. You'll get all our reviews in beautiful video format. Um, we might do little conversations here and there. You guys can check out the conversations feed, um, kind of about of our experience and little bite-sized things here and there, but that'll all be over on YouTube. But if you want a one-stop shop for everything, head over to our letterboxed HQ, which is untitled underscore movies. Everything will be over there. Probably the easiest spot to just get everything you need. Uh, thank you all for listening. As always, my name is Matt Rorbeck. You can find more of my work, uh, around the internet, mostly on titledmoviepodcast.com and you can follow me on all those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. And they say that a hero, hero can sh- save Is that offensive us. to this movie? <laughs> no, Bye. not at all. No, not like legitimately offensive, but because it's Chad Kroger. And anyways, bye, everybody. Josie Scott, how dare you We're, ar- we're already loopy. <laughs> bye. <Yeah. laughs>